Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Happy Monday. I am Dan Day. Happy and Monday going together. Dan Day, Monday, happy day. Ooh. But we're getting through it. Hey, it's a Monday. We have to have some of them so that Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays are that much better. Let's get ahead of ourselves a little bit. On the way, going to hear from the Joe Rose Show, talking to UH, Udonis Haslam, U-D-U-H. Call him what you want to call him. He missed a lot of shots this past weekend, but he'll get into all that. Dan Levitard Show, a D-Wade 30 for 30 special in that Dan Levitard Show. And Hawk and Crowder with Alex Dono and Hawk, because Crowder's out. That'll also get explained. Right now, though, let me give you the headlines. The Jimmy Butlerless Heat defeated the Cavs 124-105 over the weekend. The two play again in Cleveland tonight at 7. Butler is out again tonight due to personal reasons. Tough weekend for the Canes. The baseball team was swept by Florida, while the basketball team was defeated by Notre Dame 87-71. The Panthers fell to the Golden Knights 5-3. They play tomorrow at 9 in Arizona. The Dolphins have lost another assistant coach. This time it's Carl Dorrell who is leaving to take the head coaching position at the University of Colorado. Tyson Fury KO'd Deontay Wilder in seven rounds Saturday. Both fighters made an estimated $40 million on the bout. With the playoffs 55 days away, the Bucks have already clinched a berth. They become the first team to do so this early in the season in 15 years. Also, Zion Williamson scored 28 in a Pelicans win over the Warriors, becoming just the second teenager behind Carmelo Anthony to score 20-plus points in eight consecutive games. Over the weekend, the Marlins opened spring training play, defeating the Mets 5-3. Then the Nationals 5-2. Inter-Miami CF defeated the Tampa Bay Rowdies 1-0 over the weekend. Inter opens MLS play Sunday at LAFC. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. (sighs) An Arctic fox was found wandering around a Michigan high school. Arctic fox spring break. TripAdvisor has banned reviews of a particular ATM in Great Britain that has recently garnered a slew of attention known as the NatWest Hole. The ATM stands next to a wall with a hole in it. Or better yet, a glory hole in it. Burglars in Copenhagen, Denmark recently broke into a wine store in order to get into a Michelin-rated restaurant and steal wine from its cellar. Maybe a few unnecessary steps, but okay, let's get drunk. 
Now on the weather brought to you by Hialeah Park. Tonight's forecast cloudy with temperatures in the mid-70s. For the best poker tournaments in South Florida, visit Hialeah Park Poker Room. Visit HialeahPark.com for our poker tournament schedule. Plus join us for a $75,000 guarantee March 7th through 13th. Why play anywhere else? Visit HialeahPark.com for details. This morning, I drank a lot of coffee. I also got some extra Joe in my life by listening to the Joe Rose Show from 6 to 10. They had the man, the myth, the legend here in South Florida. No, I'm not talking about Dwayne Wade. I'm talking about Udonis Haslam. They talked about him at the recent roast of the Heat. The special weekend that was for D-Wade. The big win over the Cavs and hopefully another big win tonight. Heat going forward and his drip. Right, we thought Boston sent you over here to be a spy. Yeah, hey, listen, yeah, we, we didn't know. We was worried. But once we knew you was one of us, it was all love, baby. So if they got a problem with you, they got a problem with you, they still got a problem with us then. Right. Whatever, whatever that is. You're right. We, we, whatever that is. You're right. Whatever they want to do. And, and I have to say. We old, D Wade retired, CB retired. We got all, we, we got nothing to do but fight. So if they want to fight, they the show. Fight. <laughs> I know, you got all of our backs at all times. That is one of the quotes of the weekend right there. And joining us right now is that man right there, Udonis Haslam from the Miami Heat. Pays to have a friend like you, UD. I'll tell you that right now. I'm sure those other guys are seeing that now. But it's nice to have a friend like you around. He's always got everybody's back. Uh, you already know, man. Ray's one of our guys, man. I can't believe I can't believe they're still holding on to that situation and that, <laughs> that, that conversation, man. It is weird. Um, I mean, they're holding on that grudge time, a long time. Time goes by, man. Time goes by, man. And can it, you know, different situations. And I hate to bring it up, but, you know, what? happen with Kobe and you know different things like that man life is short man you gotta let that kind of stuff go man let that go by the way that is a great point especially for a guy that helped you win a championship and Ray doesn't look like he's got a bad bone in his body man he just uh anyway it's kind of crazy but the fact that you brought it up even made it better my man there's no question about it you were the perfect guy in the middle of that but to me that Alonzo morning stuff oh, man. you weren't giving the old guy a break man big fella still was carrying the flip phone and the tooth Thousands, man. Listen, we couldn't make these stories up if we tried, bro. We couldn't make these stories up if we tried, Joe. It's all authentic. This was one of the best not roasts I've ever oh, seen man. on TV. Oh. Ever. I mean, depending on who you depending on who you talk to, those thought it was Zoe thought it was a roast. Right, right. I told and, and the best was and listen, I'll leave it alone after I say it, but it was really funny when Zoe got up there instead of all about winning, he said women, and you guys could not oh. hold it down for one second. I told Joe that might have been the funniest part of the night, but thankfully it just took about three seconds and everyone got over it. Otherwise, that would have been the clip of the Oh, night, no, right you guys there. were laughing your ass right, off when he, right. instead of saying winning, he said <laughs> women for a quick second. Hell, I was yeah, kind of like, with him on that. Yeah, like D-Way said, it was something wrong with the microphone. Right, right. It was a microphone <laughs> malfunction at that point. UD, how special was this weekend to you? I know that you're like best best buddies with Dwayne. You're the you're the godfather of his youngest child at this point. I know you're very family friendly with them. But how 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 much fun was this weekend for you? How much did it mean to you? I mean, it was amazing. To, you know, celebrate my guy. You know, I've been there from the beginning till now, and you know, couldn't be prouder of him. Couldn't be more happy for him. You know, watching the path that he's going down and to where he's at now. You know, you don't find a lot of guys that walk away from this game happy. You know, a lot of guys walk away from this game. You know, not on their own terms, um, depressed. You know worried about what the next step is you know he's losing something that's been the biggest part of his life um but he's happier than he's ever been you know so for me you know that that's the goal and this thing is to go through all this to become and to come out on the other end the way he's come out and i told him man he's he's um he set the standard you know for me you know when my day comes to have that same feeling and to be happy and and not sad or, or not worried about what the next step is you know if he can read his story he couldn't 
written it better. Udonis, I, I got to tell you, I've always said this about Dwayne, uh, more than I'm kind of an open book on the radio, but not like D. Wade. He There's nothing private. Like I, I feel like I've been through his life with him, with kids and ex-wife and, and like all the stuff he's been through. He said, you ever say to him like, hey, Dwayne, we don't need to tell everybody. If you want to keep this private, that's just not his style. Nah, man. You know, my, it's my brother. You know, um, he meets everything head on. And, you know, for him, you know, for me, you know, I'm just there to be supportive and to have right. his back and to protect him. You know, whatever situation I can protect him from. You know, a lot of people might not agree with, you know, some of his decisions. A lot of people might not agree with, you know, some of the things that, you know, he's done in the past or where he's gotten where he's gotten. But, you know, it's his life. Um, he lives it. He lives it to the fullest. And um, I'm fully in support of my brother. Pretty funny part of this. Your team went out and scored 82 points at the half. And Spo, you got to tell me, did Spo actually tell you, hey, w- we got so many damn points. Let's just enjoy it. There's nothing to talk about. What was that like? Uh, that was hilarious, man. I, I, we didn't really think about it because we understood that we had to get back out there and get ready for a D-Wade situation. Um, but we definitely scored a ton of points in that first half, which was ridiculous. <laughs> did you know that was a record for the team? I didn't know it was a record, but I know it was a lot of points. I was like, yo, it's halftime. We almost got 100. That, that's how the scores used to be when Pat Riley was coaching for the final. Like, yeah. you'd have 82 points yeah, at the end of the game. Yeah, I, I was definitely looking at that like, man, it's halftime. We almost got 100. Crazy. Well, listen, we haven't talked to you about the team now that's playing really, really well, especially at home. You've been on all these teams. What do you think of this one? It's completely different. It's got a lot of young guys, although you got a lot of veteran guys and you've added a couple more. What are your thoughts going forward in the second half with this group? I mean, we got a great group you know we got a solid group of guys we got everything you need we got veterans we got young talent we got guys in their pride um, we got a championship caliber head coach and the staff so we've got all the pieces you know we just got to put it together consistently on the road you know i think at home you see the capabilities that we have and the type of team we can be and then you see on the road um sometimes you see a shell of that you know that's probably consistent with being a young team age-wise we're not a young team but collectively spending yeah. time together we don't have a ton of experience together and that's something that we got to continue to build on the fly you know opportunities to win championships don't come by every year and I feel like we have a chance with this team um, to do something special this year. You're over a half a season now in the locker room with Jimmy Butler. We used to hear many different things about Jimmy whether it was in Philly or Minnesota, Chicago, whatever the case may be. What's Jimmy brought to this locker room in your eyes that we might have heard something different in the past? I mean me and Jimmy kick it. You know, me and Jimmy kick it. To me he's brought, um, he brought my horizon to country music. I can tell you that. So that's one thing he's brought. That's one thing he's brought to the locker room. He's brought, he brought country music to the Hasm House. Wow. So we'll see you next year at the Chili you know Cook-Off. I mean? That's it. Right. That's it. He got to brought country music to the Hasm House. That's one thing. But, um, you know, I, Another competitive guy who's just competitive with me. I never, I can't lie to you, man. Me and Jimmy compete about everything. It could be a walkthrough in practice, and we're competing about if he misses a shot in a walkthrough while I'm guarding. And it's just a walkthrough. Like everything between me and Jimmy is a competition. So to have a guy that has that same DNA, to translate that onto the basketball court as well, not just have my voice in the locker room and have my voice on the bench, but have a guy like that to translate that message, that competitive spirit, that fire, and that drive also on the basketball court was something that we were lacking. And I feel like that's something that we definitely needed. Udonis, um, who's so- surprise you the most of of the improvement of all these young guys that have been such a big part of what's taken place this year you know these young guys are fierce they're competitive they got game they got drip i mean they, they pretty much bring the whole package so you know hero played well up until he got hurt 
Right. Um, K Nun has played well. I mean, I've been impressed with all these guys. Silva, you know, he's got minutes out there. I mean, I, I can't really say, you know, one specific young guy has played well. Even KZ, you know, Capallo, when he came back from Sioux Falls and he went yeah. on the West Coast trip and we got him in against Sacramento and he was active, uh, you know, he was wiry. So all these guys have shown flashes, things that they can help us, you know, with in the future. You got to help me out on this drip thing, man. I mean, you just hit me with the drip. You talking about like style of like how they dress? What, yeah, what, what is drip? Because yeah. I haven't quite been able to put drip into the show yet. Well, drip, you know what it is, though? I'm going to be honest with you. It don't matter what the hell you got on. You just got to wear it with confidence. So whatever it is. My my polyester bell bottoms from the 80s, I can bring those out with that. Listen, you know, when we grew up, we had to match our clothes up. Yeah. They had to, you know, green with maybe a green. Oh, It had to match. Nowadays, it doesn't matter if it matches. You just wear it with confidence. <laughs> you smile for the camera, and they call that drip. It's real easy. It's actually way easier than it was when we grew up. They don't have to iron their clothes no more. They don't do nothing. <laughs> no extra starch? None of that <laughs> no, stuff? It's none, all right. none of that, none right, of, right. None right. Of that man. None of that. It's way even know easier it's... than it was. I, I wonder if those guys know what starch is. Like some of those younger guys, they probably don't even know what that is. Hell, I mean, we used to starch our stuff so much you could stand up by yourself when you're done. Right. Oh, you ain't That's, kidding, man. UD, I got to ask you about this because Joe asked you about the young guys in the locker room. And I know you've been around Dwayne and you saw Dwayne uh, go from a young kid from Marquette to the superstar he is. Bam Adebayo, the jump he's made into this season to becoming an all-star and a really, really good player. What have you seen from him? You see him every day. But what the transition he's made to become an all-star what'd you see from that i mean when you see the commitment that he has you know to his craft and to improving his game you wouldn't be surprised you know so for me you know what i'm watching bam do is just a product of the work that he's put in you know and you know we believe in working hard here and that kid has put in the work when the cameras aren't on and nobody's in the gym and there's nothing fancy about it you know just old-fashioned hard work clock being the clock that every day this summer so what you're seeing now is just a product of the work that bam has put in you know a tribute to our coaching staff and also the responsibility that sport has given him you don't see too many forwards point forwards in this league and guys you know running a point at, at, at the center position so you know all that goes hand in hand well i'll tell you what it's uh it's been fun to watch this year to us what you guys did hanging out with all the guys the other night was uh, was great stuff, especially the, the sound and stuff of you, my man, right there in the middle of all of it was very, very fun. How was it doing the rap song, man? How was that? You're a big part of that, I man. Know. What'd you think? I was just talking my stuff on there, man. I was walking D-Way rapping. I just showed up for support, but you know, me and Ross go way back, man, so to see his success that he's had, you know, not only as a rapper, but as an entrepreneur as well. Right. It's always good to get together. It's always good to get, get together and trade, trade stories and trade, you know, gems about when we were and how we got to where we are now. And, you know, things that used to be in the past and, and also just support each other and, and, and give each other, you know, encouragement. You know, there's so many people out here that yeah. don't like to see people do well, man. So I right. love to see my brothers do well. So it was a great time in the studio and we had fun. UD, are you, you said something earlier. Are you pretty good about letting stuff go with people? Like long-time grudges or I don't like that dude. I know he doesn't like me. Have you gotten better about that as you get older? You think yeah, that comes got, with age? Yeah, I've gotten a lot better, man. You know what I learned, Joe? I learned to love people from a distance, brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've learned to love people from a distance. So, you know, for me now, I've definitely gotten better. It's not about I don't like that guy or keep him away from me. It's just that, you know, I just can love you from a distance. You know, yeah. I can't let you get into too close into my personal space. Um, but I can still have respect for you. I can still have re- admiration for you. I can still have love for you. It's good stuff, UD. We really appreciate Damn, it. Damn, UD. That, that, I'm going to put that on that 50,000 right. speech you're going to be doing that I heard the other uh, before <laughs> the season. That that stuff goes on there, too, about letting stuff go, man. That's good stuff. UD, thank you yeah, so much, man. Business, yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Joe. Thank appreciate you guys. it, man. Appreciate y'all, man. All right, the best, man. UD. Thank Talk to you soon. Udonis Haslam definitely has that drip, and hopefully the Heat can get their drip back and start winning 
game after game after game after game. Speaking of winning, Dan Levitard show, Winning at Life. Next, we'll hear about the furry and fury fight. A lot of fury, a lot of furry, a lot of everything. Dan Levitard show, the best of the Joe show. Back on the best of the Joe show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am at Dan Day on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. Not the only Dan here at 560 The Joe, there is a Dan Levitard show. Dan's the man. Dan, 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 Dan. He is on from 10 to 1. Earlier today, they talked about Fury's fearlessness, and Stugat's got you a D-Wade 30 for 30. Tyson Fury is basically, and this is this part of it is hugely interesting to me, and it also must be a little terrifying now to anyone who wants to fight him, because he seems like someone who's totally impervious to fear and pain. Like, he will just keep moving forward, eating your punches, even if you're Deontay Wilder, who's got the heaviest punch in the sport, and because he's a good boxer who is descended from decades and centuries of fighters. I don't know if you've seen this dude's father, but he looks like Tyson Fury, sounds like Tyson Fury, and this guy is just such a, here in sports all the time, the idea that someone's DNA is something. This guy's DNA is literally just gypsy after gypsy of people who will fight you in the street and like to taste your blood. And so during the fight, he's sitting there in the match. He told everybody, I'm just going to keep moving forward. He's going to have a problem with my weight and my size. He doesn't look like the kind of heavyweight that you're used to being at the top of the sport. A little bit flabby, a little out of shape, but he retired the good Klitschko after a decade of dominance. And now this guy, Deontay Wilder, he made him look like an unsophisticated brute who did not know how to box. He turned him into somebody who was just a big puncher and a big puncher who was 40 pounds lighter than he needed to be to win that fight. And then during it, it's so calm and relaxed. Before the fight, that he's sitting there doing, making love to the air in his locker room, dancing around, pantomiming sex, just being a court gesture, comes out to the ring with no fear, and then during the fight, against maybe the biggest puncher in the history of the sport, when he locks him up, he sticks out his tongue because he wanted to taste his blood. And he told everybody he was <laughs> going to taste his blood during the fight. Boxing. And Wilder looks out of sorts because his eardrum is shattered. Well, there's that too. There's that too. Like people saying you don't need to stop that fight. I thought you needed to stop it basically in the second round as soon as an ear started bleeding. Yeah, you could tell with his equilibrium. It wasn't really like the punches certainly weren't helping, but anytime he'd get pushed back, he would hold onto the ropes to prevent him. He was tired down. too fast. He had no legs too fast. And his equilibrium was shot because Tyson Fury took it from him. But Tyson Fury also outboxed him in the last fight when he didn't have a shot. He was moving forward, like you said, the whole fight, and that was because of a strategy shift with his new trainer. Well, that's interesting, too, because he was fighting. Now you've got the gypsy descended from gypsies, bare-knuckle fighters throughout time, who has been coached on how to use his power and gained what we thought was 17 pounds of fat that was used specifically to have more power in what it is that he was doing so he could shatter the eardrum of a Deontay Wilder. You seem very surprised by all of the I, fact that I, he's a technician, I, that he changed I enjoyed his game. It. He... No, he was a technician in the last fight, too. But in this fight, he got specifically different coaching, and you could see it. You could see it because he wasn't sitting around waiting to get hit. One fighter improved from one fight to the next. It wasn't Deontay Wilder. He made Deontay Wilder look totally unsophisticated as a guy who is now, now look, now, like, imagine 
the the thing that's great about that sport, barbaric as it is, is you're stripping down people to nothing but their courage. They're in their shorts. They're in the ring. And fear is a big part of a lot of the things that happen in there. Even the best heavyweights will talk to you about the fear and the doubt that they had to overcome to get into that situation. Deontay Wilder was stripped of something Saturday night. He was somebody who every time he stepped into the ring, everyone knew to be a little afraid of that guy. Everyone knew menace. It's not quite Frank Bruno, like the number of times that he did the sign of the cross on the way to the ring when he was facing Mike Tyson, but everyone knew. But now you've got a situation in Tyson Fury where that guy doesn't look the part. He is undefeated and he is 6'9 and he's kind of flabby and and no one has beaten him. I wonder if you guys are as interested as I am in, because obviously he's got charisma. Obviously he's someone who's a very good talker. He's sitting in the ring afterward and he's singing songs as if he expected all of that to happen. There was no point in that fight where you guys sensed anything that resembled fear. Like he knew he was going to be someone who would confidently move forward and he dismantled a dude whose, whose corner felt sorry for him, whose own corner felt sorry for him and quit on his behalf because they didn't want a fighter that they cared about to take any more punishment when his equilibrium was clearly off and he didn't have his legs and he's sitting there in a corner with this brute. But I I just find this guy's story fascinating because that movie Snatch, you guys need to look up some of that stuff so that you can see what Brad Pitt's character was. This is a six foot nine version, 270 pounds (laughs) of the Pikey in Snatch. Such a fan, Periwinkle Blue, fight your part. What if I told you, Dwayne Wade, Heat Lifer, Mr. 305, King of Wade County, left for Chicago over a few dollars, calling it a dream come true. (laughs) That for 13 more dollars, the second city became the first city. (laughs) That after choosing the sign with the Bulls, Dwayne Wade, gave a classy public endorsement of the franchise and young talent he decided against signing with the Denver Nuggets. (laughs) That he was 305 till I die until another team offered him slightly more money to play with Doug McDermott. (laughs) That shortly after signing with the Bulls, Dwayne Wade surprised festival goers at Lollapalooza and joined Chance the Rapper on stage. (laughs) It would be the only time in Chicago he would let someone younger be in the limelight. (laughs) That years after injuring Heat rival Rajon Rondo to swing a playoff series, Dwayne Wade goes up against Rondo again. Only problem being that they are teammates in Chicago when it happens. (laughs) That Miami told them They'd leave a key under the mat But midway through the next season They gave the keys To Dion Waiters (laughs) That he got bought out And actually ended up losing money Chasing money In Chicago (laughs) That after clearing waivers He could have returned To the turquoise waters of South Beach but instead, pick the donkey brown waters of Lake Erie. 
that after teaming with LeBron in Cleveland, Dwayne Wade calls the duo of James and himself Peanut Butter and Jelly, which quickly becomes just Peanut Butter (laughs) after Wade is kicked out of the starting lineup days later. That J.R. Smith, who once slid into the DMs of a woman to ask if she wanted to get the pipe, objects to the heat lifer taking some of his starting minutes by saying, I'm not going to get into a measuring contest with Dwayne Wade. That the Cavs felt Rodney Hood was a better fit. That after averaging a career low 11 points per game, all Wade could fetch was a protected second round pick that home is where the playing time is <laughs> that Miami welcomed them back with open arms as long as he was willing to come off the bench that he sent out a joyful video proclaiming he was happy to be coming back to Wade County that he's lucky Haslam doesn't rhyme with date. <laughs> that if we renamed Broward County after him, we would have called it Coward County. Oh, come on! What happened? ESPN Films presents Jesus. Legacy, the 30 for 30, that reminds you that Dwayne Wade's number was three because a three-night celebration <laughs> and the 50-foot-tall banner with the number three on it weren't enough. Also, Lega 3 didn't sound right. Dwayne Wade getting Biscayne Boulevard named after him. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Hopefully the Heat can cap off this momentous occasion by winning just tonight and then another game, then another game. Maybe just going all the way. That'd be really cool. Will it happen? We'll have to wait and see. You'll have to wait and hear from Crowder for at least another day because he was in the building doing something but not really on the show. So next, it is Hawk and Dono on the Best of the Joe Show. The Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hopefully your Monday has been smooth. Trying to make it a little smoother with some Hawk and Dono. Where's Crowder? Well, they'll explain that. Also, Hawk had a terrible gambling weekend. Got into the Wilder Fury fight. It was a wild, furious fight. Pretty cool stuff. I like Fury because he's just kind of having fun out there. He doesn't take himself too serious, and he's not scared of anyone, obviously, because Wilder is a man that you should fear. He had no fear in that. Plus some headlines from Alejandro Solana. Here we go on a Monday. So today is going to be a fun and uh, exciting show because if you've been listening the last couple of days, you know Crowder is off today as he was Thursday and Friday. But Crowder is here. He's walking around the building. If you follow uh, the Miami Dolphins on social media at all, you know that the Dolphins and some of their players are going through a business symposium. Crowder is part of it. And so he's got coming to the radio station here throughout 
throughout the course of the afternoon. Christian Wilkins and a myriad of other Miami Dolphins that are part of it. And they'll all hop in the studio and we'll talk with them a little bit. And uh, so Crowder is here. I asked him if he wanted to join in on the first segment, but uh, he is uh, he is unavoidably detained bringing all the Miami Dolphins into the building. So Alex Dono is sitting across from me and fortuitous timing after uh, the Wilder Fury fight over the weekend to have Dono in here, big uh, big fan, big ex- expert on the uh, the sweet science. Well, it was a fun fight, and I had a, a great weekend. You would have been very jealous. I went to Epcot, and I thought of you after I paid about $100 for four drinks drinking around the world. We, uh, we'll we get to that because I don't understand why you keep going there. Like, <laughs> go there like four times a year. You've done it. Like I, I don't understand what the appeal is, uh, but we'll get to that. There's a uh, there's a ton to get to today, so I am excited to talk about the Fury Wilder fight with a true fight fan. My gambling account got beaten up so bad this weekend, uh, worse than Deontay Wilder. We had, do you remember Solana? Uh, Lee Sterling was on with us Friday. He was he was with me and Adam Beasley at Mark Light Field, and he gave us, I believe. Three picks, right? Everything was right, except I didn't take his first two picks. I only took the last pick, which was a UFC fighter that I'd never even heard of before in, like, New Zealand. I haven't watched that one yet. Yeah, well, he lost. The guy that I had lost, he had had St. Louis getting two at Virginia Commonwealth. That was a winner. At SIU Edwardsville getting 10. They almost won outright on that game. And then he gave us Brad Quake Rydell. Rydell? I don't know. Lost that bet. So did Crowder. When I say I, I mean we. Then, Saturday night, Miami Heat and Cleveland Cavaliers, they're uh, retiring D-Wade's number. Jimmy Butler is out, so I figure Bam will be a centerpiece. And, uh, and so I bet, we bet, Bam Adebayo over 17 and a half. I would have done the same thing. Only thing I didn't take into account was the fact that he didn't play at all in the fourth quarter because they were going to blow out Cleveland so yep. bad. Uh, so he ended with 15 points. Oh. He finished the third quarter with 15 points and then never saw the floor again. You must really, have wanted so bad. Like, Spo, put it back it in, crazy. fourth quarter. I knew when he went out at the end of the third quarter, because it was the regular rotation, but I knew when he went yeah. out at the end of the third quarter that that was going to be it for him. Then I decided, okay, I am going to make all the money back and more and heavy up on Deontay Wilder, <laughs> who I was certain was going to kick the, well, I don't want to say kick the crap out of Tyson Fury. I was certain was going to connect with a punch. Yes. And Tyson Fury wasn't going to get up this time because you don't get up from Deontay Wilder punches. And we'll talk about it in a second. So we lost that. Then I also lost $100 to Crowder in the UMUF baseball series. We had had a side bet on Wednesday. We bet on the series $100, and the the Canes got swept. And then I chased it all last night with the Miami Hurricanes getting seven from Notre Dame, and that did not do anything for my bank account except You sure you don't need a 12-step program? Oh, I need about 15 steps. (laughs) You need one of those hotlines to call? 1-800-admitted. Brutal gambling Jeez. weekend. I was Deontay Wilder this weekend. The The gambling gods were leaning on me like they were Tyson Fury, hey, wow. and I was Deontay Wilder. So Tyson gonna... Fury was so good So Saturday. what? Uh, I just had lunch with Brendan Tobin, who's also a yeah. big fan of the fight game. What? Uh, what is your take on that? Because I was really surprised. My thought was, just having had watched the first fight, I figured uh, Deontay Wilder would connect right. at some point. I didn't expect 
expect Tyson Fury to fight the fight that he fought. I mean, he neutralized him quickly. Neutralized, neutralized, him. and 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 for you know, I, I know that there are sort of controversial opinions on Wilder's guy throwing in the towel in the seventh round. He wanted to sound tough, like, oh, I wanted to go out on my shield. It was the assistant coach that threw in the towel, and the head coach was even throwing the assistant coach under the bus for throwing in the towel. It was Mark Breland, wasn't it? Was it was Breland. Yeah. It, 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 it was the right thing to do because Wilder had no chance winning the fight for that He didn't point. know where he was Wobbly, yeah. no legs. It was that thought, body shot that he ate in the, the fifth round. since the third Ooh. round, I didn't think yeah. that he had any legs. Yeah, since the third round, and then in the fifth round the second knockdown that body shot like I at that point you thought this isn't going to go much more than maybe another round I mean Tyson Fury the weight you know 6'9 273 was using every inch of it was great in the clinch and then like you were saying with Deontay Wilder would have needed to connect with the heavy punch and just couldn't and it Never showed you the room. deficiency in his game yes. like beyond that there was no other option for him so as soon as he was getting beaten up the legs were wobbly for five rounds there was nothing he could do the guy got exposed on Saturday yeah it was uh uh, did you watch the fight, Solana? Yeah, I did. Did you have the? Uh, did you have a uh, a horse in the race before I, uh, before it started? No, I didn't. I just wasn't expecting it to be as one sided. Yeah, I mean, it was one sided. Yeah. He never got a lick in. Like it was crazy. Uh, props to Tyson Fury. I mean, he fought. He outboxed him, and Deontay Wilder was left was left completely. Uh, exposed, yeah. like you say, and, and he didn't seem to be getting much information out of his corner. <laughs> I, I was floored by what was going on there. They kept talking into his bad ear, which was driving me crazy. <laughs> Every time the corner man would, would talk to him, they would talk you could have given him that advice. I was, yeah. like, I was like, come on, at least talk into his good ear. I was talking with Tobin today. So Tobin said, because I thought the eardrum popped. Yeah. And, uh, Apparently and, it didn't, though. Right, that's what Tobin was telling yeah. me. So it wasn't the equilibrium. He was just, what, getting yeah, beat up? It, it came out, they they thought that he had a popped eardrum and a broken jaw. It turned out neither of those were true. So, I, which I guess is good news for Deontay Wilder, although it doesn't really explain why he was so wobbly in the fight. Apparently the serious injuries they thought he had were averted. Like, you know, he was wasn't available for the post-fight presser. Right. Doctors were seeing the guy, so I guess it's good news that he wasn't as hurt as he could have as he could have been after that. Would you want to see a third? Yeah, because I want to see how Deontay Wilder responds to that. Right? Like I, I want to see if he can come with a better game plan. I want to see if maybe he'll decide to be a more aggressive. A game plan. A game plan. Maybe actually be aggressive from the first bell. I, I would like to see how he bounces back from that. But if I'm Deontay Wilder, I can kind of understand why I'm in no rush for that rematch because after that fight you might want to say, you know what, first one was a split draw. I lost the second one. Let me maybe take my time. Maybe Tyson Fury will retire. I don't have to worry about the guy again. Maybe take your time and see where the dust settles. I uh I will tell you, I have not bought at my house a pay-per-view fight since Mayweather and McGregor, and I didn't even consider that really to be a fight. That was more of yeah. an oddity to me. But it was still, it felt like it was worth the money, even yeah. though it wasn't really a fight, because it was such a spectacle. This one, uh, I, I was on the couch at home. My wife and kid were home. It was Saturday night. I hadn't planned in advance on buying it. I was really interested in the fight, but I didn't know if I was going to make it up late. I, you know, I knew I was going to watch the Heat game Saturday night right. and the, the D-Wade ceremony, and uh, yeah, about 9.30 30, 10 o'clock, I said to my wife and kid, I said, you know what, I'm going to buy this fight because I want to watch it. 
And uh, and I was glad I did. Like my that's the first my son's 15. That was the first heavyweight fight that right. he was into for the week leading up to it, where he was watching some of the stories. And then uh, and then as we watched, you know, they did the little packages as the uh, as the fight card was ramping up, and uh, and he was into it. It is so good for the sport of boxing when you've got compelling heavyweights. Like, I can remember in the 90s when I was watching the Tyson Holyfield mm. fights, just the build up to yep. those heavyweight fights. Yep. There's something so special about that. And then over the last decade I'm watching the Klitschko brothers go out there and put me to sleep so it's nice to have relevant yes. heavyweight boxing again and and I'm a guy who loves the sweet science I love boxing and MMA so I respect the lighter guys right like some fans will say oh I don't want to watch 147 pounder who cares like I, I don't mind watching the Mayweathers and the Pacquiao's over the years but if you can give me a compelling heavyweight yes. fight where you know a guy like a Deontay Wilder can turn your lights out with one punch there's something extra exciting about that yep I uh I loved it I loved the entire night. I thought the walk-ins were great. I think uh, Tyson Fury is still making his way to the uh, ring right now. <laughs> I thought uh, I thought the outfit. Well, uh, he does WWE stuff, so he's got that extra flavor from wrestling. So I mean, he knows how to entertain. Perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. I thought it was a great night of uh, of fighting, and uh, I, I wish I had not put as much money on Deontay Wilder <laughs> as I had because I knew in the second round yeah. that yeah. that money was gone unless he could connect with a punch. <laughs> right. But he never got enough distance to connect with a punch. Punch. And if you can, if you can't stand up straight, you're not going to connect with a <laughs> yeah, punch. Yeah, right. It's right. If you have no legs, right. then uh, then you can't really connect. So anyway, uh, Alex Dono's in for Crowder, but Crowder is here today, and he is going to be in studio with us today, and we're going to have some Miami Dolphin special guests as well. Let's get headlines with our own Alejandro Solana. I'm guessing you, Solana, spent the entire weekend at the American Airlines Arena. Spent the entire weekend weeping at the American Airlines <laughs> Arena today, I, though. But by the way, Solana, I was robbed of that emotional experience because I watched all the Dwayne Wade stuff after the fact on YouTube. And so I just I couldn't get into it emotionally knowing this all happened yesterday. I didn't watch right? uh I didn't watch much of Friday. What was I doing Friday? What was Friday? You were at the Canes baseball game. Oh, I went to the Canes uh, baseball game. So when I finally left there, and it was a balmy five degrees, at least it felt like, <laughs> um, I listened to Pat Riley's speech on uh, on the ticket here because we were airing it. But I didn't get uh, I didn't get to see most of it. Obviously, Saturday night I watched the retirement ceremony at halftime. You loved Friday and Saturday. Yeah, Friday was awesome. It kind of turned into a roast, uh, especially if you ask Alonzo Mourning. I know you probably didn't watch it. Uh, I've seen it since, but yeah. yeah. Um, so it was it was cool. It was a little longer than I expected, but it was really cool. Saturday was great, though. Like, the whole uh, ceremony, it, it didn't feel like it was too long, like Chris Bosch's, and the fact that the Heat scored 82 points in the first half helped as well. It's pretty crazy, and it uh, and it hurt my Bam Adebayo over because <laughs> it was just way too many points. I was like, come on, Cleveland, make a run. He was the only Heat fan who was mad during the halftime. <laughs> I really like, come on, 82 points like, come in the Come on, half. Cleveland, what are you doing? By the way, Way, we do 15 minutes of heat every day around 2.15 and 5.15. We're going to delay it by about 15 minutes today uh, because Andy Baskin, one of our favorite radio hosts at 92.3, the fan in Cleveland, he's going to join us. Heat are in Cleveland tonight, little uh, back-to-back series there, home and away, and uh, he can join us around 2.35. So uh, 15 minutes of heat will be about 15 minutes late. Sorry, go ahead with your headlines, Solana. The Florida Panthers were active earlier today. At 3 p.m. is the NHL's trade deadline. The Panthers traded Skinny Vinny Trocek. 
back to Carolina for Eric Haula, Lucas Walmark, and two prospects. Yeah, you know uh, something about them. I don't know enough hockey. Eric uh, Hall is pretty good. I don't know as much about Walmark. He's a little bit younger, uh, but Eric Halla, he, he he's had some knee issues this year, but he's a strong two-way player, so he's a guy who's strong defensively, strong moving forward, can score some goals, scores some points. I think the big issue with Trocheck, and I, I think we're going to talk with Randy Moeller later, yep. so he can either confirm or deny this, but uh, he just wasn't really fitting on a line with anybody this year. Just kind of had trouble with chemistry. I mean, this is a guy who a couple of years ago scored 31 goals he in a season. He was a favorite, man. He, Every, was, he was an all-star, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. Wasn't, and I like Trocheck a lot, but I don't know if it's you know something with the system that Coach Q likes. or you know. And Trocheck has also had a couple of broken ankles uh, in, in the last couple of years, so maybe it's a physical thing for him but just wasn't really fitting correctly. So I guess the Panthers decided we're going to just try something different, throw an experienced guy. I think Hallmark and uh, Walmart and Halla both have playoff experience, so they thought, hey, let's add a little something extra to the roster, and maybe moving on from Trocek will be addition by subtraction. And, and I will tell you, again, as much as I like Vinny Trocek, I do like the Panthers doing something here at the deadline, saying, hey, we shouldn't be on the outside looking in. We should be a playoff team with this roster and with this this goaltender, I mean, you know, again, that's not Vinny Trocek's fault. And yeah. with this head coach, like, we, we shouldn't be on the outside looking in. And so they're making a, a move, and uh, it's a wake-up call, if nothing else. Uh, what do you else have? What else you have there, Solana? What do you else? What do you yeah. else? The Panthers are at the Coyotes tomorrow, by the way, 9 p.m., looking to end this two-game losing skid that they're on. The Miami Heat, they're looking to improve onto a two-game win streak. They're at Cleveland tonight after blowing them out on Saturday at the AAA. It's a 7 p.m. start time the pregame show can be heard right here after the hawk and crowder show all righty anything else by the way jimmy butler is still out tonight for personal reasons kevin love listed as probable jimmy butler did not travel with the team wasn't there Mm -hmm. friday night or saturday night in the nba the milwaukee bucks clinched a playoff berth yesterday thanks to washington losing pretty crazy the earliest a team has clinched a playoff berth in the last 15 years besting the 2017 warriors we're we're like a month and a half out for the playoffs. it's crazy i mean it's crazy what else you got Tua arrived at the uh, day one of the NFL Combine. Today is uh, weigh-ins at the Combine's weigh-ins and measurements. He's six foot even, 217 pounds, and his hand size, guys. Are you ready for his hand size? I am. Nine and seven eighths. Oh, that's really good. Good for him. That's great. Is and and is I, I think it is. That? I, I do know one thing. Uh, I don't know if I'm spoiling any any other part of your your update, Solana. But Joe Burrow, tiny hands. Is that so? Yeah. I didn't Smallest hands of a projected first round quarterback since 08. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. All right. Nine yeah. inch even. Nine inch even for Joe Burrow. Look at you guys with the hand sizes. All right. <laughs> that will do it for the best of the Joe Show. I am Dan Day. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. You can always step into the day spa on my Twitter page. Ah. <sighs> plus a whole lot more. Of course, you can download the podcast for this show or any of the shows you hear on this radio station, wqam.com, wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, or download the free radio.com app. If it's free, it's me. So go get those podcasts, listen to them over and over and over and over again. I'll be back tomorrow night around 6 o'clock for the best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.